Hello, everyone. I want to take this time to welcome every listeners who's listening from all over the world um, to the Free Thinkers Media Network podcast. My name is Malik Rahim, and I am your host. And on this evening, we're going to be discussing a very interesting um, topic um, entitled, Are Dating Apps Making Love Less Meaningful? Are Dating Apps Making Love Less Meaningful? Okay. So um, before we get started, I want to reference this article uh, that I found in uh, on the um, insider.com um, website. It's a it's an article dealing with this specific topic. The title of the article is is, is significantly different. Um, the title of this podcast is "Are Dating Apps Making Love Less Meaningful?" But if you want to go look for this article on your own, the title of the article at um, insider.com is dating apps gives us too much choice and it's ruining our chances for finding love okay so there's a few bullet points to kind of give an overview of what we're going to be reading and digging into the the article itself starts off by saying dating apps make it really convenient to meet new people which is positive um, but they also arguably ruin our chance for finding meaningful relationships too. People have more choices than ever, so it can be hard to settle <clears throat> when someone more perfect could be a few swipes away. <laughs> and this concept is called the paradox of choice, and it's made it it's it, it made it's made us fickle and indecisive. We're also way more picky and looks obsessed than we used to be. Uh, but by holding out for Prince or Princess Charming, uh, the author kind of put it as the last point here that's going to uh, cover the entire article. Uh, but by holding out for Prince or Princess Charming, you're likely to miss out on something great. Okay, so the author starts off by writing, if you want to meet the man or woman of your dreams tonight, good news, on your phone there's dozens of ways to flick through a sea of faces, find one you like, and meet up with them in a few hours if you're motivated enough. But just as dating apps makes navigating the world of love a whole lot more convenient, they can pretty much ruin your chance of finding it too. Um, thanks to something called the paradox of choice. Basically, the paradox of choice is just having too many choices. Okay, so the quest for happiness is harder since we have a lot more options. Um, prior um, to uh, dating apps, um, there there were other ways for people to meet. Um, prior to dating apps, there was the hotlines, those numbers that you would call. You know, like <laughs> I remember when I was younger, you know, I would watch, you know, movies late 
and then oftentimes during the time when you're watching those movies and then all of a sudden you know these this number would come up call 1-800 you know connect now and and this was basically an option prior to dating apps that people used to just jump onto these hotlines and they would kind of give you like a free choice to connect with people and then afterwards you're going to have to buy minutes um, to be able to send messages and receive messages and exchange messages. And then secondly, prior to dating apps, you had um, individuals, you know, going to actual matchmakers, like matchmaking services, like mail order brides, you know, where, you know, people had to actually go in and register for, um, you know, for, to meet people. Um, there was also the newspaper. Uh, people would put, you know, advertisements in the newspaper. So there was always ways that people try to reach out to individuals, but they weren't really socially acceptable as far as like, you know, the traditional way of meeting people, whether you met them at work, you met them at school, you met them at your religious gatherings, uh, you met them through a friend who knew a friend. And because the internet kind of just um, maximized everything, intensified everything, and although, like I mentioned, a few of these options that were available back then, um, not too many people, you know, uh, you know, really felt like those options were safe. Um, I remember when I was in my mid twenties. I was engaged in online dating before online dating became socially acceptable. I remember I had friends who used to laugh at me like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you're meeting women online. And back in the days, most of the women that I used to actually engage with online were um, pretty much black professionals. They were women who you know, were uh, uh, doctors, lawyers, um, believe it or not, producers of TV shows, uh, executives of banks. Um, there were black women who didn't have the time to mingle and they were extremely busy. And these were the women that I used to, you know, um, encounter on dating website that was exclusive you know, um, before it became popular. So I, I used to have those options um, back in the days, um, you know, and that was kind of like the late, um, early 2000s, you know, early early 2000s, you know, that, that became kind of an option as far as the going on the internet, you know, um, before it became like the thing to do now, even when like I don't do online dating anymore, I prefer to go out. And even now when you go out, people are so socially awkward. Like they prefer to do the online thing rather than the face to face thing. So, you know, um, it's interesting, you know, but the, what this article is basically looking at is the, the aversive affect of having too many choices. Okay, having too many choices, and that's what the paradox of choice is, is that because we we can meet people from all over the world, I can talk to women from all over the world, and the women can also to talk to men all over the world. So it's it's a 
it's an equal uh, playing field as far as um, opportunities for both genders, okay? So the paradox of choice, the quest for happiness is harder than ever. You carelessly swipe through people's dating profiles until you land one that sticks, but the journey is far from over when you do match with someone you like to look up, you know, of. Some people are chronically indecisive, and even after a few dates with someone great, they can't help feeling they could do better, okay? They're plagued by the inkling the grass is greener on the other side. So that's something that is that's very common with dating. And I think this is one of the reasons why we're having an issue with people actually settling down and being in relationships. The the paradox of choice, having too many choices, people always feel as if like they can get to this better person. Um, you know, they have these real delusional expectations. Sometimes it's people that are that are that are not even in their category. But because of the availability of it, if I keep swiping, if I keep swiping, you know, I'm going to actually find what I what it is that I I desire. And the problem with that is, oftentimes the person who is out of our reach, we're not the only one in their inbox, you know. So therefore, this individual, if they're not morally driven, then they can pretty much be with as many men or as many women that, that they want. Um, so it goes on on both ends of the spectrum. There are women who goes on these websites, just like men. They're not looking for anything, you know, stable. They just kind of just want to date and have casual flings. They're very indecisive. Um, oftentimes, I think with men, men are much more bold to say that I'm not looking for a relationship. And then it, it rarely a woman would basically be honest to say, I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. I just want to just be friends, you know, because that may make the woman look like a whore. So oftentimes uh, women will play this game and then, you know, they'll say, oh, let's just date. But they know in the back of their mind that they're expecting or they want something more. And this is the same thing for the men. You know, um, they're looking for something. They're looking for uh, this 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 dream wife or this dream husband. And, and it's like, if I keep swiping, if I keep clicking, maybe I will find this person. Okay. So because we have a lot of choice, the author says, we date a hell of, of a lot, more than we used to. We always want the best, says Claire Scott, a data analyst and relationship psychologist at the dating app Badu. We have way more choices than we've had. So we end up getting really perplexed and we don't know what's the best option. Okay. And this is this is a this is a this is a, a real issue. This is a real issue. And I think this is one of the reasons why I don't engage anyone on dating apps anymore. You know, I don't do online dating, you know, I think I've kind of attempted to talk to someone online, you know, it wasn't even an online dating, it was uh, on Facebook, but then I kind of had to, you know, recall my commit, the commitment to myself that this, this, this platform where, you know, it kind of connects the whole world together has really created this vacuum for individuals who are really looking for meaningful relationships, okay? So um, the author continues to say, but, but by holding out for something better, 
you're more likely to end up with nothing, or so the theory goes. Uh, Barry Schwartz describes the conundrum in his book, The Paradox of Choice, where dating is like clothes shopping. You can try on every dress, every pair of shoes, in every hat, in every color fit, in style, but if you don't find something that's perfect, you go home empty-handed. The likelihood of finding a dress that ticks all your boxes is against all odds. But if you're open to trying a new style or a pattern slightly different to the one you envision, you might find a shirt that you like even more. You just hadn't consider uh, consider the compromises before. People who constantly obsess over every tiny detail that doesn't slot into their preconceived notions of a perfect partner are the ones always wondering, what if? What if they like skiing as much as I do? What if they weren't a cat person? What if they hated sushi too? But by focusing on what someone isn't, they miss the majority of things they are. And I'm going to stop right there because I, I'm, I'm going to do a part two of this podcast. I don't want to continue and, 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 and discuss too much as far as this, this amazing article uh, from theinsider.com. And this is something that is, that is happening. This is happening on so many levels. The level of tolerance for people to actually try to maintain relationships has diff- has reduced dramatically. You know, back in the days, people will go through difficulties in their relationships and they would try to make things work. They would go through this process of really staying together. And I do believe that just in the back of their mind, knowing you know, that they have this app, these apps that can connect you with other people. The level of tolerance is extremely low. So what you find is just people kind of constantly jumping out of one relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship. And they're just not emotionally prepared to be in any relationships at all because they're addicted to these apps. They have so many choices. So it's kind of like a revolving door of individuals just going through one relationship to the next because they know in the back of their mind that if this relationship does not work, I still have a world of choices and opportunities in my hand. So this concept of the grass is green on the other side is extremely, extremely dangerous. I believe that it's contributing towards um, the, the high divorce rate that's continuously climbing. I believe that it's contributing to people just being fearful of being in marriages that's going to ultimately lead, uh, being in relationships, excuse me, that's ultimately going to lead into marriages. I believe that this is it's becoming a cancer and we have to become to this point to ask ourselves first and foremost, what is it that I want? What it is that I'm looking for? And even when we do ask ourselves these questions, the fear is that, is this person on the same level as I am? Is she thinking like I'm thinking? Is he thinking like I'm thinking? Or am I the only one who is committed to the process while they're still swiping, while they're still engaging in this opportunity of trying to get to know so many people until they find this magical person 
which actually does not exist. So I want to close this show by thanking every single one of you who's tuning in. Remember, our topic for tonight is, are dating apps making love less meaningful? That is the question. For those of you who are listening, thank you so much. For uh, those of you who've been sharing our content uh, with your friends and families and loved ones, Thank you so much. I can definitely on my end see the growth. This podcast is growing every day. The numbers are just skyrocketing. And I also would love to, to, to ask everyone who's listening to support us with, your, with any size of donation by submitting a donation to our cash app via a dollar sign, Freethinkers21. That's dollar sign, F-R-E-E-T-H-I-N-K-E-R-S 21. Um, And this donation that I'm asking for all of my listeners listening from all over the world is to basically be able uh, to upgrade, um, is to upgrade. Um, There's so many things that we want to do with this podcast that's going to require some donation. So Once again, thank y'all so much for tuning in and thank y'all so much for sharing our content. Please don't forget to follow us on Spotify. Do not forget to follow us on Spotify. So that way, when I release a new content, um, those of you who's tuning in can easily be able to receive the notifications on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify at Freethinkers Media Network Podcast. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Your host, Malik Rahim, and have a great, great, great weekend. 